Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interview interviewer, Barbara Arnold, and I would like to introduce Jeanette Figueroa Cole from District 10. Um, she is running for Alder from District 10, and uh, as we as we begin, uh, Jeanette. Um, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, uh, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for this position and why you decided to run for Alder. Sure. Thank you for inviting me to this forum. Um, my name is Janet Figueroa Cole, and I'm running for District 10 of the Madison City Council. Um, I'm running to secure the long-term health and safety of our community through collaboration and participatory budgeting. We can ensure all people have the resources that they need to, to strive. I strongly believe that 2020 and COVID-19 have brought us to the opportunity to focus on issues that impact our community and that our community the, the most, that are most impacted by the, by the crisis. I believe that as a Puerto Rican, as a woman, as an advocate for people experiencing homelessness, and my experience in my background as a data analytics, analytics systems and business processes, I will bring a different perspective to the table. My top priorities are public health, focus on mental health, a budget that focuses on meeting people's basic needs, and cross-agency collaboration. Like I said earlier, I am from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. I've uh, been in Madison for 30 years. I have lived in the Don't Smash neighborhood, neighborhood for 25. And I'm a, I have volunteered for the Beacon and the Friends of State Street families, helping people that are experiencing homelessness for the last few years. And I think all those, all those um, qualities will help me to, to serve the people of District 10. All right. Thank you, Jeanette. Um, what issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the district, to the residents of District 10, and how would you approach tackling them? So for District 10, and I think for the entire city, the biggest issue really is um, housing security. We are, we are facing a, we are facing a, a housing crisis because of the COVID-19, not, not um, a lot of people have lost their jobs and are unable to pay their rents or their mortgages. Now, when we have a moratorium in place, but many people don't understand that that moratorium is just prolonging, prolonging um, an issue that is about to explode. The moratorium only, only holds the, prevents payments and holds payments of mortgages, mortgages and rents for a period of time, but once that time um, um, passes, that all that money is due. Um, we, before, before COVID-19, we had a crisis already in our, in our hands when it comes to, to um, homeless, homelessness in the, in the city of Madison. Now with the, with the COVID-19 crisis, we are just making that problem even broader. So we really have to focus and work with agencies on the on like the TRC to ensure that we get the resources that the people in the district need to stay housed. Um, another problem that we have in our district that is super important 
is uh, that we hear a lot about is um, auto theft, for example. So we hear a lot about about um, cars being stolen, but there's not a lot of talk about how can we prevent, um, how can we keep our children safe? How can we provide the resources and the mechanism to ensure that our youth are, are safe and protected? All right. Thank you, Jeanette. Um, there will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April about a number of modifications to the Common Council, including changing the number of num the, the number of members, making it full time, and changing the term of office. Which of the ideas being advanced do you embrace? Why or why not? Um, that is a that is a question that has come up multiple times, and I'm kind of reluctant to answer because I know it's a it's an it's a topic that is going to be part of the new council to to take a vote on. So I strongly feel that I don't have all the information available to me to make a decision on, on how to go about it. However, I have seen and I have read and I have listened from both sides of the of the aisle where they talk about that for people that are in favor and people that are against it, I see both of those, I see a lot of valid points on it. Um, from the perspective of reducing this, if we if we are going to reduce the size of the council just because of a uh, securing a full-time employment, then I'm really I'm not really in support of that. I think there is a that we have to look at the district, um, the districting and dealing with that is an important issue to manage. But not necessarily. Uh, we should not be doing it from the from the perspective of of a secure income. Having smaller a smaller council has its benefits. Um, I working from a from on the private sector for so long. I know that sometimes it's better to have a smaller group of people to 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 um, if, to have change. But at the same time, it makes the district bigger and harder to to manage. Running a campaign is expensive, so if we were going to do something like that, then the city has to also find ways to support running campaigns for people that are that don't have the resources to run the campaign. The one thing that is so important that we are seeing this time around is the, the representation. Representation is important, so to me, representation will take over. It will be my my number one thing. So we don't want it. We don't want to limit representation of people at the city council. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you've alluded to some of this it, this next question before, but I want to continue. Uh, homelessness, uh, evictions, and lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exacerbated in this time of COVID-19. What ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? I have volunteered for Friends of State Street families and the Beacon for years. In the last four years, the number of families and people experiencing homelessness has continued to increase. Now we covered, we're heading down the road of more displacements impacting an already overburned system. That is why I support mixed usage and multi-income structure developments such as the one in Park Street, which also addresses food deserts by having a grocery store and it is in the main bus route for easy access. New developments should serve the needs of the people, not luxury high rises for developers to make money or apartments that segregate low income people so they can be exploited by landlords. We must hold ourselves accountable 
when entertaining the not-in-my-backyard rhetoric. We all need affordable housing in, in this city, from the homeless families to the school teachers to the farm workers. Madison needs more affordable housing. Stop making buildings, build communities, communities that are mixed generational, multicultural, and multiracial with access to their own library, community centers, groceries, community gardens, restaurants, and access to rapid transit. Build communities and build the sense of belonging. This topic to me is like my number one priority. Thank you, thank you, Jeanette. Um, with the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there is a lot of attention uh, that is focused on policing and criminal justice, both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concern of many citizens that in fact, crime, especially car thefts and home burglaries is increasing and that police response is inadequate. How would you deal with these major concerns? Wow, that's that's the big question right there. So I, there is, we have, we just, we have a new chief in town. We also have an oversight um, civilian um, board. And, and I think that's a, a very great step to move forward and, and to start to start the, the change, the changing process. We must hold each other accountable for our, for our actions, our processes and our procedures. We should, we need to work, we all work in a professional environment. So um, none of us, this, none of us is above oversight or auditory. We should, I wholly truly support the police oversight board and the, the recommendations of the ad hoc committee um, provided to us in 2019. The city council has a responsibility to ensure that the board is funded for years to come, that the board should remain an independent body, that the council, the council should support the findings of the board and bring new regulations to ensure the recommendations are implemented and followed. The police oversight board is is composed of experts of policing and people that have the experiences on dealing with police. Hence, why the oversight of the police departments should be welcomed and supported. This will only yield a safer and stronger department and community. I will trust that the new chief will embrace the ad hoc community recommendations and work in collaboration with the community, the oversight board and the community um, to guide the Madison Police Department to reach its full potential and to gain the trust of the people they serve. And the first step for trust is build, to build trust is accountability. To me, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Madison businesses of all kinds have been severely stressed during the past year. What, if anything, would you propose to support business revitalization? So, um, there's a, there's a few projects already going on at the city council that I definitely will support. There was um, last week, I think there was a $750,000 um, proposal to help small, small business and, and specifically people, business of people of color. So I will support any of those, any of those um, efforts. I, I know the city doesn't have all the money in the world, but that's where collaborations, the collaboration comes through. We should be working with the with the county and with the state and federal levels to bring those grants into the into the small business communities. We do have to have a 
find a good balance on this regard because we don't want to we, we are pressuring the small business to come back um, into into the to reopen while we are under a pandemic causing this pandemic to continue to to linger around so we have to be very careful about that i mean i am i understand the struggle that that it is to for for the people that own the business and the economy but we have to focus on getting the vaccine ready and getting people vaccinated so we can gain some normalcy. Another thing that I have heard about that I absolutely love the idea is to open State Street as um, in a way like, like Minnesota and Colorado has where businesses are extended into the street so there's no transit there and you can, um, you can bring, revitalize the, the downtown area and, and bring more businesses into the area. All right. And so now we need to move to our uh, concluding statement. Um, and what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Again, thank you to the League of Women's Voters for having me here and for facilitating this Get to Know Your Candidates video series. My agenda is very simple. Healthy communities are safe communities. The safety of each neighborhood in District 10 benefits the entire district and the city of Madison. We can achieve safety by ensuring the people's basic needs are served and by making sure they have the resources to thrive. To do so, we must develop a budget that focuses on the needs of the people, not the needs of, in, of an individual agency. A budget must reflect the city's priorities and our current priority is health. We must, we must work together to combat the mental health crisis we are facing. And we have to recognize that COVID-19 and violence are both pandemics that need to be approached from the public health perspective. We need to alleviate the extra burden mental health has in our police department. Each quarter in 2020 dedicated 4,000 hours of work on cases and incidents involving the mentally ill. We must do better for our police officers and for our community. Let's focus on health, on the health of our people and invest in the tools necessary to help them thrive. Thank you for having me. And if you want more information about my campaign, go to Y-A-N-N-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, the number four, Madison.com. That's Jeanette for Madison.com. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Jeanette. I, I, wanna th I want to thank uh, Jeanette uh, Figueroa Cole uh, for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. Uh, the spring primary is Tuesday, February 16th, and the general election, April 6th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you. I thank you for joining us.